Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Leftovers podcast. Uh, I'm your host Cameron, and I'm joined by my friends Hayden. Hello. And Jacob. Hello. Uh, we're going to dive straight into this. Uh, this topic for today's episode, as you would have read by the title, it is the problem with AAA Studios. We've all had some bad experiences with AAA Studios, haven't we? Some big companies made some poor games. Oh, definitely. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fairly commonplace, actually, and that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, so the biggest game right now that was made by a big company that didn't pan out so well was Cyberpunk. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remembered yep. it for, like, the I, week it was prevalent. Week it was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, uh, it didn't really turn out that good. Um, Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Um, I think for like the first like two years it started development or year, yeah. uh, the company was just bragging on how the customization features were just so good. You can make your own character in the game. and Yeah, and how in-depth the ability trees were and how customizable all the weapons were and whatnot. Yeah, how unique every vehicle, car, character there is in the game. It, uh... Yeah. It was all a lie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I agree with that a lot. And I believe one of the reasons why people put so much faith into CD Projekt Red's um, bragging about their character customization and whatnot was their well-known game, The Witcher series. Um, oh, yeah, they made The Witcher series, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, the Witcher series is well known for the amount of weaponry it has, the different armor it has, how in-depth character, well, not character creation, because he plays the same dude in all three games, but ability, cre- like, ability connections go, and how easily you can just tune one ability into the other, and how you can temper your blades with different kind of potions and all that to do damage to different kinds of types. And that was just really good and prevalent for the time of which Witcher was out. So what I believe was one of the biggest fall-throughs on that, on CD Projekt Red's part, was they tried going too far and too big. Uh, um, yeah, they definitely uh, they did that... Uh, was it Icarus? Not Icarus. It was that whole... That st- remember that story with the kid with the wax wings and his dad met him? They flew oh, yeah, that was... I think that they was Icarus. They flew too they close, flew to, close to, the to the sun and Icarus's wings melted and he f- fell into the ocean and uh, died, died yeah. drowning. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one. Yeah, uh, CD Projekt Red, definitely, they flew a little too close to the sun there, and it didn't pan out for them very well. Yeah. Uh, um, I think currently they're being sued still, and this is, that's that's over now. I don't know if they're still being sued, but they're being sued and fined, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars, apparently. Maybe yeah. even millions, because of how many copies they sold, and how horrible the game was received. There were yeah. so many bugs, there were so many issues, uh... It yeah. just wasn't. It just wasn't good. Yeah, and um, a big, a big prevalence of this is. I believe things would have ended differently if they had been quieter, um, because nowadays in the current world in stream, us, uh, AAA game companies use expos, large, wide expos where you get to have, like, a demo of the game and whatnot. A very polished demo, I might add, that they spend a lot of time on to assure that it is probably the best-looking parts of the game. 
Um, you know how game creators will always try to make their opening as flashy and well pol well made as possible. Yeah. And we can clearly see that by the fact that um, Cyberpunk, I believe, had three separate openings that were all about an hour long each, from what I remember. Uh, they're like it was basically each an hour long, and it was oh. mostly cutscenes where which was unplayable. Um, oh. Which was fairly disappointing, yes, and it's just not enjoyable for the player who uh didn't know or didn't hear of the bugs at the time to, to just Ooh. join in and and play it would be kind of off-putting and just to sit through hours of cutscenes yeah yeah and um i believe that there were the fact that so much of today's society is online nowadays watching every move that AAA game studios make coming to games. I believe that AAA game studios have to be really tempered when releasing um, news about their games. Because if you over... Basically what you're doing is you're feeding the hype every time you put something out there for that game. Um, and I know this for a fact because me personally, I'm not on social media much, so I actually wasn't fed this hype. So when I went to look at Project Project Red Cyberpunk 2077, I actually didn't think it was that bad. Sure, the game has glitches. Sure, it has a really confusing development tree at first for character creation and like ability customization. But I honestly didn't think the game was that bad. What I, The reason why I think everyone else thought it was bad is because they had spent so many years of their lives um, dedicating time to watching this game grow and come to fruition. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, hello? Yeah, you're still here. Hello. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know if Discord cut out or anything, um. No, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, I, I said it. You're good. Again too. Okay, uh, definitely, um, frick. Oh, crap, what do I say? Yes, just go, just go on, share some of your opinion on it. Um, weren't you, uh, did you watch CD Projekt Red um, okay. line at all during the development? Um, it wasn't necessarily like lying. It was the fact that they were bragging about it. It tech yeah, so lying. Um, they were bragging about <laughs> the character customization features and all the stuff, and like how unique and advanced it was. But I've seen my friends play it. I've seen other people play it. Some streamers play it. I've looked at the character customization tree, Skyrim. Or what is that? Elder Scrolls or Skyrim has a better customization screen. Fallout does. It this is uh it, honestly it was kind of underwhelming to hear a lot about yeah. C D Project Red brag and talk about it, only for it to be mm. disappointing in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it was really I felt like if they hadn't have gone into that bragging about the customization screen that this wouldn't have happened. Um, um so and getting into our oh, sorry to cut you off, but getting into our next topic, because uh, we're kind of getting low in time already. Uh, our next topic, Cyberpunk being the tipping point for overhyped games. We have seen a lot of games in recent years do this, and Cyberpunk, uh, CD Projekt Red is getting a lot of backlash and a lot of hate, and they're being fined a lot of money. Um, mm -hmm. for this game that they published. So will future games also be like this? Are, is the community done with games that are poor? 
Um, I uh, okay, I'll give some examples. Like yeah, yeah, Fallout seventy six. Remember that? Remember Fallout seventy six? Yeah. Um, it was oh, the yeah, next yeah. big Fallout game that was gonna come out. Uh, that, that that guy. Uh, what's that guy's name? <laughs> oh, what's Hoops guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> the the Fallout guy. He's like God. Elder Scrolls or whatever. What's his name? <laughs> the Fallout guy. Are you asking for the CEO of Bethesda? Is yeah, that Bethesda, the Bethesda guy. Bethesda. <laughs> Bethesda guy. <laughs> Bethesda, yes. Bethesda. Bethesda Todd I Howard. Think... Okay, there you go. Todd, Todd Howard. Howard. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I could not think of the name right now. Todd Howard uh, announced when he announced this game at was it the Microsoft Expo or E3 Expo. Um, they announced those, yeah. the game. It was. It, it got a lot of attention. It got a lot of hype. Um, but once it came out, everyone hated it. There was no story. There was nothing that the uh, fans of Fallout wanted from a new game. It was mm-hmm. nothing that they have had before. It was very underwhelming and it was very limited. And there were so many microtransactions in there yeah. that. It it uh it just wasn't a fun game to play. Made by this big studio, Bethesda, made this game. Yeah, uh, and yeah, you, a can, big, you can go. A, a big problem that I personally think I saw Bethesda had was it, it it was its first time trying to make a multiplayer Fallout game. Um, they had shot and been successful somewhat with Skyrim Online, from what I know. Um, not Skyrim Online, the Elder Scrolls Online, but uh, Elder Scrolls Online was also a thing that took a lot of time to go, time and work into it. Um, I feel like comparatively, uh, the games just had way, like Fallout seventy six was just made for a different purpose and was given less time to come to fruition. They didn't decide to bring the right elements like Fallout signature story creation and uh everything it mainly because they didn't bring the story until a year later um but we don't talk about that um but they shot for the moon with adding a multiplayer game into the series and they missed because they didn't quite know what to do with it yet uh yeah similarly with the example that we talked about with cyberpunk they definitely did go a little bit overboard because it was completely online with no npcs besides enemies there was no stories and basically you play as the npc when it first came out i remember getting the game and being so bored playing it with my friends even though my friends were there because there was just nothing to do yeah and there were naturally people who actually tried taking the roles of NPCs, offering like handmade quests that they made with a squad or something, or oh, yeah, setting up shops. But there was also severe limitations to this, like server limitations, it's, uh, limitations in the amount of caps that could be transacted between two people, causing people to have to create multiple characters, even accounts, to successfully organize shops sometimes. And that was really annoying. Um, although I can understand why a game like that would have a caps limit, I don't think that's natural for a Fallout game to put a limit on the amount of cash you can carry, because looking back on all the other Fallout games I've ever played, I'm used to having an easy 10,000 caps in my back pocket right whenever I need ammo. (laughs) That's that's just as simple as that. But now you only have 25,000 at a time to work with, and I think that puts some strain on people 
trying to barter, because, hell, I think I remember, hell, some Fallout games, you could buy five guns and you'd go over that. <laughs> that <Yeah>. easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the next game we're going to talk about is Anthem. You all remember Anthem, right? We have some people. Oh, I still play, play it. I still play you it. You still yeah. play Anthem? We, well, both we both still, still play, play Anthem. Okay, I've never played Anthem, but I have played Fallout. Um... What's your opinions on it when it came out? And, like, was it good? Was it bad? And It was good, but it was not worth 60 bucks. It was not worth $60. I don't yeah. know it was, like, 45 30 60. bucks. I would have I would have loved it so much more. But it, the $60 <laughs> price tag was just too much. Yes. Um. And now it has... I feel a bit more of a chance now, because actually it's on um ea's form of game pass ea access you get a free you can get the game for free as long as you have a subscription to ea access and i feel like not having spent money on it just makes it that much better because <laughs> i personally have so much fun playing the game whenever we get on it but at the same time i feel like i could be having a lot more fun if i had joined day one mainly because the game doesn't have many people in it right now one of the big problems I think Anthem has is that they overplayed their graphics. That's the thing that they overplayed. They said they were going to have so good graphics, and then the trailers and all that, it looked beautiful. But then the game came out, and it was extremely lackluster. Yeah, um, for a good comparison to that, for people who never saw the trailers, uh, think of the No Man's Sky trailers compared to actual No Man's Sky gameplay. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching the trailers and I'm like, wait, what game is this? This looks amazing! And then I actually saw gameplay of it and I was like, oh. oh yeah, no. it's... It, it's like the old it's like the old Jurassic Park memes showing the trailer off and then it goes to the guy on the kazoo when it shows the actual gameplay. <laughs> that is That is the best thing I can compare that to. Yeah. Um, which in itself is not a bad thing. Um... Usually that's rendered on a big-time data PC that's showing off a lot of content, using a lot of bandwidth to show you off the best possible version of the game. But then they have to do things like export that to console or just make a lower PC port so PCs can take the game easier. And mm -hmm. that just gets kind of lost in the value. And people, I don't, I guess sometimes just don't realize that. And I guess companies just don't realize that either sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah no i've been doing a lot of research into video game development and when it comes to actually like playing the game inside of the studio itself they have like multiple servers and like like 500 gigabyte download speeds to play the game and like to play it as best as possible but because they have those things they easily forget about the average consumer the average person with an Xbox or PlayStation or, or, or mid-range yeah, PC yeah. Uh, or work computer. Uh, like, yeah, they can't yeah. run powerful things like they can with the servers. Yeah, it, it, it's... To put it in, like, an analogy, kind of, it's kind of like your mom having a $4,000 gaming PC for Facebook and you having a potato. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> good, good one. That's the only way. That's the only way I can think of it. No, that's that's just an old thing. No, that's just the way I put that out there. Well, yeah, definitely. But a lot of games like Anthem and Fallout, like they have, where they just 
so poorly received they have become well to me forgotten forgotten games anthem to me yeah. i i consider it a, a dead game i saw it when it came out it didn't do good i never heard from it again yeah the player yeah. base in that game is is extremely small from what i know mm -hmm. and um, um there are there are even more there are so many examples of this like a personal one i know of that i was actually attached hype wise to was kingdom hearts 3 they spent Kingdom Hearts is known for making way too many games, um, first off. <laughs> I think it takes both hands to count how many games are in that series, and it took us seven years to get to Kingdom Hearts 3 with all the build-up and everything. And I believe it stayed very true to the trailer somewhat. It had good-looking gameplay that matched consistently, even when console-ported. Um, I feel like it was very smooth to play i just they did things that didn't make the game necessarily good and that's where overhyping that's again where overhyping comes in because the game studio isn't exactly showing you how powerful certain things are like a big problem with kingdom hearts 3 was these these i don't know if they were sponsored exactly but you basically just summon Disney park rides. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. You'd basically just summon a Disney park ride and kill everything in a two-mile radius. And that was... It, it was kind of overpowered. Um, yeah, and that, <laughs> that just made the game overall easy. Uh, and I don't think people appreciated that, because Kingdom Hearts has actually been somewhat difficult throughout its time. Yeah, I've heard a lot about Kingdom Hearts from some school friends uh, who've played it. I personally have never played it, but... I've heard a lot about how much they love the game. They, they like really appreciate what they've done with it, but uh, I I could never get into it when I played it. Yeah, it's it's. I I think the big turn away for Kingdom Hearts is its lore, but that's that that'll take an entire three episodes to talk about on itself. So I don't think we'll be covering <laughs> that. <laughs> Wait, did I just say I never played it? Hold on. You've never, yeah. You just said you never played Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I've never like, I've never finished it. <laughs> I'll just tell you that I've You've never, never finished, finished it. it. I barely started it. I played it and I just couldn't get into it. That's why oh. I, feel, I feel like I've, I just could not. It takes. A... I haven't even seen gameplay of it, so I have no idea what it is. Oh, uh, it's like a, it's uh, it's an interesting game. We'll have to show you this after the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I could I could show you the DS version that controlled like oh no a stick shift. <laughs> that was oddly enough that was actually my first experience to Kingdom Hearts. It was uh, 365 days on the DS, which isn't even they didn't even actually make a remake for it. They just turned the cutscenes into HD when they went to do all the remakes for the games, and <laughs> they didn't even make the actual gameplay, because uh, they managed to fit over 365 missions uh, and very low-res graphics into a DS card. Whoa. Wow. They can do a lot with the DS. I played Call of Duty on my DS Lite. Um... That was an experience I did not how, like. It was horrible. Yeah, how many frames did how many frames did that run at? Two? Fifteen, but uh <laughs> it, it looked horrible and it uh it did it, it wasn't fun. I did, it didn't there was no tutorial or anything in it, but it was uh it was a game I played as a kid. 
I didn't mind it. <laughs> I, that's another thing. As kids, we take things so easily because we're kids. Like, we no, don't. We have no capacity. <laughs> we're kids. We don't have standards. We don't have. Sta- yeah, <laughs> we don't care. It's just a game. We play it. We don't yeah. care. It's a game. It's fun. Uh, Even if it controls like a <laughs> GTA car, like a like a fucking boat. Yeah, like a boat on land. Like a boat. Amazing. <laughs> A boat on land in Fall Guys. Yeah. In Fall Guys? What? <laughs> the boats were... Remember Fall the boats guys. in Fall Guys being hard to control? Uh, wrong, game. wrong game. Wrong game. That's still a thing. <laughs> oh, wait, that is still a thing. Fall Guys is still kind of hanging on. Not yeah, really, it's but, unfortunate. You know. It's on life support right now. Yep. <laughs> they just came out with a new level a while ago. I wouldn't Why? know that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't ask PC me. Play. Um, on the topic of forgotten games, though, a lot of the games that were really big in hype, uh, definitely once they started to decline in popularity, it just rocketed down. It did not go well for those games. So it created sequels. A lot of sequels. Uh, Oh, some examples with greed with sequels from AAA studios. Oh, uh, I I have plenty of examples of greed with sequels. Um, one some that I feel very passionately about. Uh, if anyone can remember, um, the great series, Mass Effect, at oh, all. Oh, oh I, Mass I know. Effect. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mass um, Effect. Now, the whole thing with Mass Effect is that it spent three games making this great narrative where every decision impacted the next game. And Uh, with sprawling combat evolution and weaponry. And then they decided to wipe the canvas because they had pretty much finished it at three. And start anew. And everyone was really excited because we thought we were getting an original Bioware experience with with this game. Isn't it the the new one Andromeda? Yep, Andromeda. Yes, Andromeda. Oh gosh, no. I remember that. It was terrible. And Andromeda looked promising. Uh it yeah. seemed to have good graphics, um likable characters. I myself do like some of the characters from well, the character designs, not the characters themselves, since the characters... <laughs> not the writing. The characters have this. <laughs> they look cool, they don't... I don't like them. They, don't. they, they, they look, look cool, cool but they cool. have about as... They have as much emotional capacity as a grape does. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's my best friend. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> what? Um... But yeah, um... Yeah... It ended up being very boring. It felt like it felt repetitive. The combat felt weird and janky. Um, some of the new improvements they tried to do, and some of the returning elements they tried bringing back, they didn't quite do right. And in the end, this is just basically. I feel like they had good intentions, but I feel like if they had taken more time to flush out the game and decide what they wanted to do going back to the old Mass Effects and saying, is this what we want to continue this series on? 
Is this what is this a is this what we want to be contained in this similar universe? Even though the game takes place in a different universe as the original Mass Effect, but we don't talk about that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's a common trend with like sequels. They just completely like not like reboot, but they just say, "Oh, it's just a uh, it's just a different universe. It's uh, it's still the same characters. It's just in a different universe." Yeah, like it, uh, yeah. it gets old after a while. Once you're like I'm, a big it, fan of a game, and they say the developers say, "Oh, it's just uh, it's just, just a different alternate, universe, alternate yeah. universe, it's different alternate dimension, universe, different dimension." Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you could actually say that for the Pokemon games, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, a lot of the Pokemon games are... Uh, this, there's so many now? How many Pokemon give... games are there? I oh, think man. it takes both my hands and my feet to even get close to counting that, so I'm not going to try. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to Google I'm, I'm not even going <laughs> to attempt. I know for a fact that there are also a lot of horrible, like, spin-off games. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, no. Which, which, which tend to be my favorite. Pokemon Rangers! <laughs> Pokemon Snap! What? Pokemon Rangers was a good one. I don't even know what Pokemon Snap is. I think um, it's Pokemon. The... I have no idea what Snap is. You don't know what Pokemon Snap is? No. No. It's like a like you play as a little 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 character and you like uh you you take pictures of Pokemon. Oh. Like you ride around. <laughs> you ride around in like a like a rail, like a little roller coaster thing, but it's like really slow, and you just take pictures of Pokemon. And it's horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're just they, it. Interesting. You don't do anything. You just take pictures of Pokemon. <laughs> okay. What a fun sounding what game. What a fun it game. It was amazing. Best experience of my um, life playing yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, aside from the great game Pokemon Snap, which I will definitely have to look into in the future so I can <laughs> experience this for myself. Um, we had Pokemon Coliseum, which was. An off-brand kind of brawlers game for Pokemon. We oh, had Pokemon yeah. Conquest. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I really like Pokemon Conquest. <laughs> it's just Fire Emblem and Pokemon kind of mashed together. Uh, and then we have the main series games, which they show a lot of growth. Thankfully, like you can see a lot of growth going from game to game to game. Um, while there still are a few problems here and there, but they eventually get fixed. But then we got this slew of remakes just out of nowhere. And at the beginning, <laughs> I think it was appreciated. We had the Gold and Silver remake, which fixed a lot of the problems from the original Gold and Silver and made the game better in a lot of people's opinions. Um, Wait, hold on. Are we still in Mass Effect? No, we went I, to Pokemon. I, I, what? <laughs> oh, I I was like, wait, I don't remember. I haven't played a Pokemon <laughs> game in forever. I die. <laughs> I have over 200 hours on Mass Effect. I think I know what I'm talking about. Well, I have not that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. You were on Pokemon Gold you're and on, Silver like, You're remakes. talking about how there were remakes of Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. And then... We got Sun and... Or, uh, did uh, we? Uh, I... Oh, no. Sun and I Moon was made. Oh, did I? Yeah. Hello? Hi. Hi. Okay, you hear me oh, still. Oh, is John back? I think so. Hello? Hello? 
fucking talk about Final Fantasy and their 96 sequels. Oh, yeah, no, me and John oh. were talking about sequels, and then we looked up Final Fantasy sequels. There are literally almost a hundred Final Fantasy games. There are yeah. almost a hundred games under the name Final Fantasy. Okay, it's yeah, stupid. you're not wrong. Um, wanna, do you want to talk about crap? Just talk each, about that. Each... Each Final Fantasy game also has a lot of microtransactions to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, like, uh, Final Fantasy XV, which is probably the one most people are familiar with currently, mainly because yeah, it's, it's the like the newer... It, it's the, it isn't the newest one. Final Fantasy VII Remake is the newest one. No, Final yeah. Fantasy VII Remake is newer. Oh. But, um, Final Fantasy XV... Um... It had a lot of DLC. It had a lot of just. It had a lot of transactions that could just make I getting items easier or wep getting just random weapons. And then they came out with just this big rehash that made a dungeon for the last area of the game, which kind of cool, I guess. Um, added in a couple new cars and items and whatnot, and then they started the episode system. Which just took random characters' perspectives from their time while they were away from the main character, and just gave them a little side story. And in a lot of these, it was respected, but also I don't think it was worth like the fifteen dollars I paid for each one. Fifteen dollars for like ninety-six games is that that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> there were like I spent like fifteen dollars four times for all the different episode chapters, so that's. Almost. That is $60. And then I went and I bought the multiplayer expansion, which I can't even remember how much that was. Um, Gosh, I don't think I've even picked up the multiplayer expansion in over a year now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a great buy on my part. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this has always been a thing. Like, Final Fantasy thirteen, really unpopular game in the series, had not only one game, not only two games, but three games. And each game had to have at least 20 to $30 of microtransactions each in them. <laughs> Jeez, boy, yeah. But, like, back to the topic of Pokemon. Because, like, Pokemon sequels. Yes, they are... They, the thing with Pokemon is they legitimately don't change anything. Oh yeah, they don't change anything. There's like nothing except new, except really. for Sun and Sun and oh, Sword yeah. and Sh Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield try to do something new and people hated it. Yeah, those are the really. I think this is the only example because it hasn't not it uh, has it not it has not changed uh, since like the first few games. It's always been you go around catching Pokemon until you catch the legendary. Yeah, but um, and, and Sword and Shield because I play that game because that game's okay in my opinion. Um, the thing they try to do different is, A, there's no Elite Four, which I hated, because I spent the whole game preparing for the Elite Four. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, like, the not Didn't it end up just being, like, a boss gauntlet at the end? I can't remember. Yes, and the boss was stupid easy. The game's really easy. The thing I, I did like about, though, is they gave, uh, a really weak Pokemon. It became really strong, and I forgot his name. Not Fretchling. Um... Snob? It's the bird with it's the bird with the link with a leak. Uh, the sparrow? Oh, the, uh, with the no. Marowak? No, that's not Marowak. That's uh, the dead mother. What? Why does <laughs> John know so much Pokemon lore? What? 
Leak I like Pokemon. Pokemon. On. What is that? Yeah. Pokemon. I you know, know the one he's talking about. It yeah, just I know. Walks around with a leak. <laughs> yeah. But no. Uh, okay. If you, if you want to know about if you want to know Marowak and Cubone, Cubone wears the skull of its dead mother, and then when it evolves, its its head becomes too big to the point where it can't uh it can't take off the skull of its dead mother. Oh yeah, that's like some. Start. And they said Pokemon was for kids. <laughs> and one and Drift Bloom, believe it or not, Drift Bloom uh, basically is a pedo. Okay, well, we might have to have an episode we going over Pokemon lore. The Pokemon Iceberg. The Pokemon. We might have to yeah, go into a Pokemon Iceberg in a future yeah. episode. Because <laughs> like it kidnaps children. Oh yeah, it kidnaps it just... children. And so oh I'm, yeah, I remember reading that on the Pokemon. I card. remember that was playing. Uh, I, I remember yeah. playing Black and White and reading that actually because he he first appeared in Unova and that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, Unova... and I love. I actually love Drip Bloom. It's such a good Pokemon. Yeah, it's, it's um... a cool concept. It's scary. It was in the yeah. you know, the. It was at the time where Pokemon was getting a bit edgier with like the dark Pokemon. Yeah, Unova, Unova, um, I believe it was black and white, I can't remember. Yeah, Unova in, like, a couple older games had a lot of new Pokemon diversity into uh, it. Um, that was... Farfetch'd, that was, that was the Pokemon I was talking oh, about, Farfetch'd. Farfetch'd. Oh, I, yeah, I looked it up, I didn't know how to pronounce it, I thought it was French. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, yeah. no, because there's like a, there's a fiend riddle with it. It's like... I mean, what do you call a bird with a leak? Farfetch'd. And that's like legitimately how he got his name. Uh... Um, I don't know how that goes that's together, something but stupid okay. or something that's like that. Something crazy like that. But let's get yeah. back on track with the topic of, uh, AAA Studios. And... <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's look over the... Uh... Wait... Who made the Resident Evil games? Hold on... Resident Evil games? Oh Capcom. god. You're gonna ha you're gonna Capcom. Yeah, Capcom. Capcom. Okay, I don't know if Capcom's a triple A studio. It's really big, I can tell you that. It's, I know it's really it, big. it has a lot of popularity to it. Yeah. Um but um yeah. the Resident Evil series is getting a new edition. Uh are we really gonna talk what? about Village? <laughs> uh yeah, it's called Resident oh. Evil Village, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's getting yes, a, it's getting it a is. new one. How many games are in this series now? And not including like, um, all the remakes. So Let me see. I don't know much about remakes. One to I think eight. I think but eight, I know there's then a, you count I know there's eight main games. Okay. That's yeah. It. And then, I mean, but then around like three side ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is quite a bit of games, but like compared to uh, Mortal Kombat, like, like Mortal Final Kombat Fantasy. or like Call of Duty, it's uh, it's kind of like ha it's a halfway small. point. It's fairly small. Mortal, yeah. Mortal Kombat, legitimately, dude, honestly, I I can respect Resident Evil because it wants to carry on lore and, and it wants one, to build a universe. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the few uh, like few games that hasn't really been too greedy it with sequels and cash grabs. Yeah. Like it, it, it's still, they focused on yeah. having a good quality game. And even, and like, there's also a lot of like, studio interaction with like, the audience and whatnot on what the audience is thinking and what the audience wants kind of in the next game and like, they try new things very temptively and see where it goes. Like, Resident Evil 7 was their big step into first person. And it actually worked out really well for them. Because they did it in a way that it bumped up the fear factor in a really 
sensible but subtle way. Um, and it made people realize that just changing the point of view could do so much. Um, yeah, I remember watching a uh, streamer, he was playing that uh, Resident Evil game, and I thought it was horrifying, and I really <laughs> wanted to play a Resident Evil game after that. They also they also made the great choice, in my opinion, of making that a VR game. <laughs> oh, wait, they made it a VR game? Yeah, they wait, made what? Resident Evil 7 a VR game. Cause, I yeah, and I would not want to play that. They led into <laughs> it with the first person thing. Um, Some terrifying. It would be terrifying. Wait, wait, there, wait no. I, hold on, I think I was wrong. I just remembered, okay, when I was a kid, I would go to the family video all the time, and mm. there'd be this one game in the game section that would freak me out because it had, like, an eye with, like, a square squiggle in it. It was, like, a square, yeah. and it was oh. Resident Evil, and it was a multiplayer yeah. Resident Evil game, and I oh, I read yeah. the reviews on it, and it didn't really actually turn out so well. Um, so I might have been wrong on that, but it, it might have been around the time where... Probably the company wasn't doing so well, so they just needed to make a new, uh, um, game. Capcom, uh, I have very limited experience with Capcom's multiplayer. Um, my extent is 5's, um, in Resident Evil 5, you could choose to have random people join your game to help you, or you could just jo join random people's, or you could just set up a party together with one of your friends. And then there was also, like, a wave well, uh... defense or time mode that you could play on the side for like extra rewards. Well, if we're talking like Capcom multiplayer, like imagine like Monster Hunter, freaking like a Marvel versus Capcom, which Capcom yeah. makes, and the Capcom Marvel versus Capcom is very popular. Oh so, yeah, I see that plus a lot. the um, I'm not the this, but yeah. multiplayer is actually not too bad. Like, it's sometimes laggy, but there's only one game that really flopped in the series, and that was, uh, that was Fiend versus Capcom, and it, mostly because there's too many decisions to make, and it was really hard yeah. for new players to get into it. Oh, and, uh, you, you said, uh, Monster Hunter was Capcom, right, too? Is, is Monster Hunter Capcom, too? I, I don't know. Oh yeah, they're making a new SNK versus Capcom. I forgot about that. Hold on, so. let me check. I have I have Monster Hunter World disc version right here. Let me check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I know they're making a Monster Hunter movie based off of the video game, right? Yeah, Capcom did so. make Mon Capcom did have a hand in making Monster Hunter. Um, games. Yikes. Um, no, that's not a bad thing. I feel yeah. like Monster Hunter was a good game. Uh, I didn't... I I never tried out Iceborne DLC when it came out. I know that uh, much. But, no, no, maybe I'm, I'm a heretic at, for not Jacob, doing that, like, but... I'm looking at some of the images yeah, I know. Uh, for the movie. Might be me, actually. I'm, I'm saying yikes. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's very bad. From what I um, saw, the movie wait, was not wait, okay. if, we're, if, we're on, if we're on video game movies... How about the new Mortal Kombat movie? That looks legitimately. I watched it yet. That's yeah, the only one on the here that plays Mortal only... Kombat. Yeah, it's it's coming. No, it's coming out on HBO Max in theaters on April, like April something. And there's one clip of it, and it looks it looks surprisingly good. I don't know. I still want a Halo Reach movie. Like legitimately. Yes. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it in theater. Well, I don't because they're gonna ruin it somehow. But oh yeah, one one. That's another. That's another good example of uh, sequels. I don't know if it's sequel great particularly, but Halo sequels are very, very common. 
Oh, yeah. And I don't think they necessarily were greedy making some of their sequels. Like, I know the community didn't respond well to 4 and five. not really and 5, the... but I think 5 was more because people didn't like the story they were trying to present, and 4 was because... Uh, actually, I don't know why people didn't like 4. I honestly didn't see anything wrong with if it, but maybe I'm a heretic, I guess. Sequels, I don't know. Though. <laughs> I I uh, I downloaded the entire Master Chief the collection new and Halo Five. Uh, yeah. I thought it was all right. I guess yeah. I didn't finish all the campaigns because we were supposed to do that and we never did. Uh, but oh, was... we were supposed to do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we should do that again sometime. We were on yeah. Halo One, the library. Last I checked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I even have my Xbox. I don't think my Xbox is capable of downloading those games again. It is so old, and it is just not... <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's just not going to work. I don't think it's going to work, because it can't even yeah. do it right. Yeah, I think that's... I'm glad that you brought the Master Chief Collection up, because that was honestly really neat how they did that. They redid most of the games in stunning HD graphics, but stayed true to the story. Uh, they added in new little secrets here and there. Um, they made the side games available, like ODST and uh, Reach. They didn't include 5, because um, that was honestly already remade in HD. But I like how they did that, because mm -hmm. people could choose to go buy that, and it'd basically be the same experience, just it looks prettier. I and also like all the games mainly for it. Halo 1 in that they give you the option between old and new graphics. Oh, yeah. That's Wait, always been they give nice. you an option? Yeah. yeah, there's actually a button on your controller that you can press in-game to switch between the old and the new graphics. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It only lags your game for, like, what, two seconds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't... I, I don't think I did that. I was there's... playing in horrible, like, polygons. I, I did not. <laughs> I did like no. the old graphics. I, didn't I like the old it. graphics, it, too. It ran it's just... well. It just didn't look appealing to me, because I was... Some... I'm such a Oh, yeah, kid. no. Halo, the I Halo 1 doesn't look moments, appealing either way, but... I, I admit at some moments that sometimes I had to turn on, like, the HD graphics so I could see. I honestly <laughs> don't know how people played original Halo. It is so dark. <laughs> I, didn't, well, I, don't so, I think that. ODST, we were playing a little multiplayer, and we were, like, in the parking lot area. Yeah. That <laughs> didn't look good to me. I didn't like that at all, because I, I, it looked, it looked like a PlayStation, PlayStation uh, 2 game. My problem with, yeah, my problem with ODST is that whenever I went from, uh, like, FPS to Halo... I had the problem of where I would turn on night vision on accident at random intervals because of, like, control scheming. Oh, yeah. And I would just blind myself. Because <laughs> I'd be just staring at, like, uh, I, I'd be staring at energy rifles and the sun would be blaring down on me. And I'd go to reload or throw a grenade or something and I'd just suddenly get blinded for a couple Flash seconds bang. until I figure out what I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only problem with that. But no, I feel like the Halo is also another good um good story sequel kind of game. Yeah, it um, definitely the story is very good throughout the games and yeah. a lot of people like a lot of the diehard fans really think some of the other games like, are, are true. Like the diehard fans look at five with such distaste because it put Cortana in such a negative view, yeah, but Yeah, didn't they have like the perspective of a different Spartan? Yeah, yeah. yeah the had... thing, that's the thing I didn't like about five. 
Is that they made Master Chief so weak compared to the new Spartans. Well, he's uh, an older generation Spartan. Yeah. I have to I have to agree with how they did that cuz the guy who's been going for so many years and can only take so much uh has his travel companion of basically forever ripped away from him. Um and all of a sudden he's having all these visions, he wants his travel partner back and he tries to go towards her, but his body is so old at this point and he isn't used to like the new armor. Because they finally upgraded his armor, I think, after 4. Yeah. Um, took them long enough, jeez, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, he finally got upgraded to, like, Mark 5 or 6 or whatever, and he just couldn't use it as well. And he actually did put, a good, put up a good fight against Mark 5, like, Spartans, because one Spartan of the most memorable Locke, scenes... I think his name was. Yeah. Like, one of the most memorable scenes, I think a lot of fans can remember at least decently from the game, like, in a decent point of view, was the fight between Locke and Chief. Yeah, that was a very good fight. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember seeing that. I was like, whoa, this looks sick! Yeah, because you've never fighting. really seen us. You've never really seen a Spartan go out of Spartan before. It yeah, was you cool. don't. You don't really see Spartan fist fights in the game a lot. And yeah. and I think and I can kind of and I didn't personally mind Locke mainly because I could see a lot of the lore and backstory, and he reminded me of Noble Six kind of, <laughs> uh, oh, just yeah. a bit with his background. <laughs> um. But no, they presented a lot of good Spartans. They actually found a way to incorporate the comics, which had been a long-time encourager of the lore of the games. Oh, yeah, they don't know. I remember yeah. Halo having comics. I never read them. I just remember it being a thing. Yeah, I've read yeah. a few of them. I've seen all the movies. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there's movies I, too. That's right. Yeah. The, the thing, like, the peop thing people don't realize, like, the people who don't know about the comics the um they, they didn't just pull like the blue team and red team like out of nowhere the, yeah. they've always been alive in the comics mm -hmm. I, I i don't know where because i haven't read the comics either but wait, i do know that they were like, presented in the comics before <laughs> like machinimas not machinimas wait is it machinima machinima is like know. red versus blue Rooster Teeth. Oh, no, red that's Rooster Blue. Teeth. Rooster yeah. Teeth. Yeah. Rooster yeah, you said yeah. Red Team, Blue Team, I instantly thought of Red vs. Blue. <laughs> red vs. Blue is such a good series. Yeah, it was a web series. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. You say it was, like, it stopped. It hasn't. It hasn't. Yeah, I think, I think they Yeah, it. and that's actually a good example of, like, a game, in, like, a, a fan creation influencing the community. Because oh, that yeah. became a thing in like multiplayer lobbies. Oh yeah. You'd either you'd either like force yourself onto the blue team or the red team, and you, they'd have red and blue clan tags, and people would dress their armor up all different. Yeah, stuff. it was oh, fun. Yeah. And they would have scrim wars depending on which <laughs> side you were on. It was like it was full it was... on like community gang war. It oh, was really yeah. funny. Yeah. Um. So, we talked about the Grievous sequels, uh, and the build-up of poor games and forgotten games. Wait, have we talked about forgotten games? You mentioned it, and then immediately we moved into it. Oh, yeah, we moved on. <laughs> yeah, okay, I remember the Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare series. I remember oh, that I God. loved the first Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. I played the absolute 
heck out of that on the 360. Okay. Um, uh, Garden Warfare 2 came out. It was like, whoa, finally. It's been like, what, a couple years? Uh, but yeah. It, it, I was so excited for that, and it uh, it didn't really pan out so well. Yeah, and this is really this is really prevalent on old like Mac or PC games. Like, uh, it's it's not just Garden Warfare. I remember, um, like the PopCap games. Does anyone know about the PopCap? Oh, Pop games? oh yeah, yeah. Pop they made all the old like Peggle, Bejeweled, all those kind of yeah, games that we see on the phone nowadays. Well, you see like on the phone nowadays, yeah, but they they, they were just they were just simple mini game stuff that people could bring through yeah um heck uh, fun fact i did a 24 hour straight zuma challenge oh, once yeah i, I remember that. that that's why i have pink hair now because <laughs> yeah. you actually played the 24 hours and i bet my hair i have the achievement to prove it um <laughs> wants to on that. 24 hours straight pretty much just 24 hours of game time I don't know if I have the history logs to prove it, but I do have the achievement. Phase um, Devin. Phase oh, Phase Devin. That's right. That's uh, we're Devin. getting a bit off topic, right? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, no. Uh, but when you look at like Garden Warfare, it just wasn't one of those games that could move as easily because it it wasn't a simple puzzle game. Yeah, it wasn't like a simple puzzle game. It was, it was getting something... into like. The yeah. Call of Duty franchise kind of it area, was. which it in was like for some reason. the FPS shooter genre, a lot of games die really fast. Oh yeah, which is sad because I'm such a huge fan of Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare. I prefer yeah. the first game over the second game any day. And there's a new game that I think came out a while ago. I haven't paid any attention to this one. Yeah. But Plants vs Zombies: uh, Battle for Neighborville. Uh, if you heard of that, it was it's on the EA Pass. It was made by EA. Um, I think that's from a while ago, mate. Yeah, I think it was a while ago. I I paid no attention to it. Yeah. I kind of just stopped playing the Garden Warfare and series and moved on from it. The, this has been this has been a problem not on PC and that sort of stuff too, but also on like console. Like, um, has anyone ever played Two Worlds perchance? This is kind of stretching out here. No. I have not. I have not Please explain uh, what Two Worlds is. Two Worlds was a fantasy adventure MMORPG um, that was made really similar to Elder Scrolls. But I think the problem between them was Elder Scrolls had this long, sprawling adventure from just, like, the, the like, 8-bit, like, first games all the way to, like, the highly quality 3D rendered fifth game. Like, just... Elder Scrolls managed to age and create well, where Two Worlds just kind of was, felt kind of like a money grab and fell flat, because people were starting to notice, like, Oblivion, or Daggerfall, or something like that. I felt I felt like people were noticing that pop-up and wanted to get on that hype train. Um, but yeah, Two Worlds uh, fell flat on its face. I don't think it ever received much recognition. Um... I haven't even heard of anyone talk about a Harry Potter game. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> I forgot no. at, at most, I'll watch. <laughs> at most, I see like the occasional streamer go back and play like the PS One Harry oh, Potter yeah, games, PS1 like Harry Potter, Potter One. <laughs> it looks horrible. PS One Hagrid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh. Um, but no, every other Harry Potter game was basically not talked about, or um, the Bakugan games too. 
Bakugan. Uh, I remember Bakugan. Bakugan is just in general a dead series. It was but, like I think yeah. it was trying to hop on that trend of like Pokemon. You know? Kind of. Like it yeah. was like those. Uh, okay. Pokemon okay. had cards and Bakugan had balls. Yeah. It was around the same time. It was around the same time where Beyblade was a thing too. That yeah, came out. Yeah, so Beyblade. Beyblade had a game or two. Gameblade has Beyblade. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Beyblade has mobile games now. What? Oh. <laughs> it's mobile games now? I remember having an yeah, anime, so but I don't remember mobile games. Yeah, they tried making games for it, and they just found out eventually that, oh, hey, it actually kind of works on mobile, so let's just do that. But, oh. um, yeah. And then Beyblade there was... Yeah, but, yeah, Bakugan kind of died out fast, which is sad because I yeah. actually played Bakugan. Oh, I have no. my 360 edition right here. I'm staring at it in the I face. I had a giant Mega Ball I got for Christmas. It was, like, this I giant have, I still have my collection Bakugan. of them. Like, I still have, I still my, collection have my collection somewhere. of the balls, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was Crisis. Crisis is kind of Oh, it. Crisis. Is, is uh, Crisis that, actually? I don't know if Crisis... I, I think. I think it might be... I don't know. I, I There's know still that meme where crisis, it's like, can it run yeah. crisis? That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, about that's it. Th that's pretty much all was I've it, heard. Wasn't there some like weird thing about Elon Musk trying to make a nerve gear for crisis? Oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, he was trying that. to make like the nerve gear thing, like to yeah. to make video games in your brain or whatever. Yeah, video games. Were saying, in your brain. Can it run crisis? <laughs> can it's it run literally crisis? the human brain? It cannot run crisis. <laughs> it's the human brain. It can't run crisis. Crisis three, for some reason, ended up taxing. It was so easy to run Crisis three that people could run it off of like a single, like very simple mega motherboard with like barely any chip input or anything into it. It was like playing Doom on the on a calculator. Have you ever have you heard of that before? Yeah. Oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember. Um, some dude did the exact like, some dude did the exact science for that. Um. He took a really old calculator and plugged it into a couple thousand potatoes just so he could play Doom for like an hour on a calculator. Couple thousand potatoes. <laughs> oh yes. my gosh. Yeah, and it was just full on Doom. Or, or like... Quake. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's another one. Quake kind of died too. Oh yeah, Quake. Oh, yeah, I remember Quake. that having sequels. Didn't that like revolutionize speedrunning or it something? Did. It, it did. It did like, because it... of the level creation system. People... It invented yeah. rocket jumping in video games. <laughs> it did. I remember now. Like yeah, it's got like all the techniques in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was back when people like... That was back when people encouraged speedrunning. It was definitely a big PC game. Yeah, oh, Quake yeah. when it was around, because like mm -hmm. Valve um, when that got started, it definitely like Quake kind of like was its big yeah. successor as well. Next to like Team Fortress and like CS:GO and that stuff happened. Yeah. Um, Sly Cooper died out. Sly Cooper? I have not heard of that since. That is, it's an old PS that. game. It's I, an old PS I game. I haven't heard of that since 2012. Uh, oh, you actually have heard of it. <laughs> I have never heard of it. It's like um, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's it is unexplainable, basically. Uh, um, I'm looking through my PS3 games right now, actually, trying to think, because <laughs> I know I have a lot of old, like old, forgotten PS3 games. Is the XCOM series kind of forgotten? I know they made XCOM, XCOM two a while ago. Uh, XCOM. I think it was just like bad. Uh, <laughs> One of the sequels were just bad, and then it killed the series. Well, um, I think okay. I remember there being 
XCOM 1, the XCOM 1 remake, and then they made XCOM The Bureau. I don't know. Uh, XCOM, SSX. The, uh, XCOM The Bureau was uh XCOM 2 was the one that reason. killed it. I never heard anything about XCOM 2 right after it came out, so yeah, that pretty much died as soon as that hit the bandwagon. Yeah, I, I didn't like yeah. the XCOM I played it because it was on the 360, and I, yeah. I just played I, it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it because it was it was a good like 3D strategy game that people could just go through on their leisure time. Uh, but but like, it was difficult. How it worked, I just could not understand it. <laughs> it was also very touchy and had some bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I remember decking out a whole team and then for some reason the data would corrupt when I went to reload the save and I just have like six of the same guy. <laughs> I'd have like six of the same guy holding like the beginner assault rifle just kind of standing in a line yep. and I could never get my units back because they, yeah, they, they, they were just they were they were in the void. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to talk vanished, about it. I have very traumatic experiences from XCOM glitches. I don't. I don't. That sounds like scary. It. Actually, that actually sounds a little scary. Like you be a kid and you like load your save and it's just like like seven copies of the same dude. And it's like, what do you where, like, where are my guys? Have you ever gone into combat just with like five, like six or seven fully stacked like military? personnel and then just come back to your game and they're all just wearing generic armor with just the same face and hair and <laughs> yeah, no, I, I haven't had a seven tuplet in my game before uh, yeah no um is bioshock dead i don't want to even ask this question uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it I'm kind of sad. ended with bioshock infinite yeah, I haven't seen anything on it. No, since it ended with Bioshock Infinite sequel. <laughs> what? There was a sequel to Infinite. There was a sequel to Infinite. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> so, Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea, which Bioshock Infinite in the end was all about this. Oh God, I don't want to spoil it. By Bi... I'll just say this: Bioshock Infinite Burial at Sea was an alternate alternative universe thing that came out in two parts uh, and I've never heard anyone talk about it besides if I actually go look for it looking for it on like YouTube but oh it's on huh. GTA this is like an official game <laughs> I think it's I think it's an official game what yeah cuz if you were to actually play Infinite you realized why it would be official but I'm not going to spoil it I've played Infinite but I got stuck on one of the levels and I just returned it back to family I have only played the first BioShock so You've played the first Bioshock up until the first Big Daddy got pretty much into a corner <laughs> and then just drilled. Yeah. Uh, if I remember, that was the, scary. if I remember the phone message correctly, that is very correct. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. is, do you have anything else you want to say? Because we've just hit like an hour. Oh, oh really? God! Yeah. How did we not do this when we were doing the introduction sequels? I don't know. I don't because the introduction it was just us. We didn't saying have anything to talk about. Yeah, there was nothing to talk yeah. about. It was just us. <laughs> it didn't have to be long. It was like two um, minutes. Yeah. Uh no. Um. No, I just think uh 
Thanks for watching us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> watching? It's it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching the bar slowly creep across your screen for an hour straight. Yep. We might have to split this into two parts now. No way. No, we're not going to split this. We're just going to edit out like We're just going to edit minutes. out like two yeah. minutes. Yeah. I don't even... I don't even know. But thanks for watching. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.